Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. It is August, it's the 8th of 2017 already. Yes, it is more than halfway through the year already, and you want to have a guess of what Costco's doing already? They're selling Halloween stuff. If that frustrates you as much as it frustrates me, then please join the club because it's two months away. I can almost get it because once September hits, about a week or two before October hits, everyone's going to be going everywhere trying to buy Halloween supplies and no one's going to have anything. Just because everyone's going to have bought everything and it's going to have sold out. But I mean, seriously, you don't even need to do it this, this far in. It's too early. We need to get onto the news, and apparently Audi Q4 design study offers a taste of the 2017 model, and ooh, I really hope it doesn't. You know, on the Chrysler 300, on the concept, the belt line was high and they didn't have a little quarter window, and that, that was really cool at the time, and even the new 300 still does it. And so that gave it a really, really wide, but also sort of low and mean stance, and Audi's tried to do the same thing with their Q4. I don't think it's worked. The cabin's a bit too small and the body's a bit too big to me. BMW, Volkswagen, and Mercedes to update emission software on 5.3 million diesels. That's a, especially between three brands. That's definitely a lot. Toyota celebrates the 20th anniversary of their game-changing Prius. Or basically 20 years of the most boring car you could ever buy. Discover F1 2017's comprehensive career mode, which I may have to get F1 2017. I'm curious to see if Codemasters has made the Honda engines as unreliable in the game as they are in real life. <laughs> wow, what a burn. Skoda names Volkswagen's Oliver Stefani as head of design. Daimler adds more hydrogen filling stations in Germany. Tesla's Gigafactory is about to get a rival from Germany. Lexus LX570 looking sporty in Japan with TRD parts, and frankly to me, it looks ungainly in TRD parts. I mean, it was bad already. Now it's even worse. Toyota Prius Prime is the world's best-selling plug-in, and you know what? That is not at all surprising. It's got a good name, Priusism, but Prime is, and it looks good, unlike the other Priuses, so... I'm not surprised at all. Tata kills plans for affordable sports car, which is a bit of a shame. New Nissan Navera Trek 1 Special Edition for the UK starts at £35,065, or basically, you'll be paying very nearly forty-two grand for it. Toyota 86 Cup set for North American racing debut in Utah. Toyota takes measures including having workers learn more processes to boost Virginia plant's efficiency. Mitsubishi I... Miev, what an awful name, discontinued from the, U- from the U.S. market, and I am very thankful for that. Marcione says Fiat Chrysler, not Ferrari, could enter Formula E, and that would actually be really interesting, because that would go along with the new hybridized Ram that we're getting, the two-mode Hemi, the Pacifica hybrid, the, the Maserati whole hybridized lineup. That, that would actually work very well for what Fiat Chrysler was trying to do with their hybrid technology slash electricity technology so maybe they should enter ferrari loses rights to the testarossa name could be used on an electric shaver way to ruin the name not not ferrari but whoever whoever's going to use it way way to ruin it mazda 3 concept reportedly headed to tokyo with hccii engine whatever that means former volkswagen executive pleads guilty faces up to seven years in prison compared to last week's 
more than a lifespan 169 years in prison. Subaru releases footage of record-setting Nurburgring run, and before you guys say it, no, it's not a production car. I mean, come on, you can't buy the WRX STI that they used to set that. I'm not saying it's not an incredible time. 6.57 or whatever time, it was around there, is still incredibly impressive, especially for a four-door car. But, I mean, really? That be, that's exactly like calling the P1 LM GTR a production car. It's not. And actually, news on that, the 7 minutes 03 that they did was unofficial, but is still incredibly fast because it was their first time, and just got news from the Viper Ring record page that they will be going back soon enough, and I cannot wait to see what time they can do. I don't doubt that they'll beat the 918. The Lamborghini, though, they need 10 seconds to get close to it. 10 seconds. And that's a very tall order. But let's, you know, keep our fingers crossed and hope we can get close. Renault McGann RS cut undergoing testing in Europe, even though it's been undergoing testing for a while now. Elon Musk says 63,000 Tesla Model 3 orders have been cancelled, even though they're getting more than 1,000 orders per day anyway. So that probably doesn't hurt so much. Or, while that's bad, probably isn't as bad as it looks. Tesla Model S and Model X prices drop overnight. Don't know why. It's not like the market crashed. And by market, I mean the stock market, of course. Mercedes Maybach 6 convertible. Oh, wait a minute. Concept reportedly heading to Pebble Beach. Volkswagen previews T-Rock small SUV with a sketch. It may be a revealing sketch, but... Eh. I don't want to call it blurry, but not linear. Blurry is about the best way to describe it. Toyota and Mazda announced new $1.6 billion joint factory in the U.S. 2018 Hyundai Elantra GT, which is the uh, hatchback, priced from $20,235. GT Sport from $24,135. Yeah, whatever that extra $3,800 is for, well, $3,900 is for, I have no idea. Aston Martin's busy converting its new factory from old aircraft hangars. I mean, that's cool, but why? They probably need more cars, more demand, whatever, and especially if the UK wants to ban petrol cars by 2040, but new Indy road course setup promises more competition, and actually, you know what? I still think they're overestimating, but people will buy it because everyone wants a CUV right now. India to get a bespoke Hyundai i20 rival from Ford. Smart 4.2 tries an SUV suit for... Oh, it's just a render. Not a good render. And I don't mean low quality, I just mean that... The combination looks bad. Hyperloop's one prototype pod hits 192 miles an hour in testing. I'd never want to go that fast in a hype. That's the Hyperloop, not the boring thing that Elon Musk is doing. And I don't mean boring as a bad thing. I mean, he actually bought out the boring company and wants to make a, sub, a sort of subway for cars. If, if that is what it is, I still don't want to do 192 miles an hour in that. So, I mean, just imagine... I would have to pull the handbrake and continue to hold it just so my car doesn't go flying off the platform. Yeah, I just, no. Even though they said 120 was about the speed they go, and even that's iffy for me. Mazda's exec expresses concerns about EVs. Maybe Mazda's going on a more hybrid strategy. Audi looks to secure RSQ8 trademark. Tim Cook confirms Apple is working on autonomous systems, which is... You know what? Apple has has had a sort of on-off relate... On-off high school drama relationship with this whole autonomous thing that they're trying to do first they're doing it then they're not doing it then there's there's a secretly supposed to be doing it and and now they are i 
you know, what are you what are you actually doing, Apple? Are you doing it or not? Because frankly, I'm tired of hearing this back and forth nonsense. They are looking to improve its NA engines before turbocharging, which hey, everyone should be doing. Many countrymen's headlights prevent it from t- from scoring top marks from IIHS. Winning the Daytona 500 wasn't enough for for Kurt Busch to keep his drive, and if you don't know what that means, essentially he got let go. IIHS study finds rear seat belt usage surprisingly lax, which is bad. BMW chairman promises a very exciting future, or sorry, surprise for Frankfurt, and I hope it's exciting, because I want to see some frankly awesome cars at Frankfurt. Anyway guys, I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, we're back. Second time around. PSA looking for innovative partners for return to the United States, and please God let it be FCA. I know, I know, a lot of you guys are probably cringing and be like, "Has has Cody's car come up and finally lost his marbles?" I mean, I mean, well, you know, what's happened? What's happened here? I mean, just is is no. Anyway, the reason why I say that is because I think PSA might actually be a pretty good partner for FCA. The only sad thing is that Peugeot and Citroen have been at odds with Fiat, and when I say at odds, I mean in terms of competitively for a while now, and let's just say the Italian and French engineers may not get along too well. I don't know, we'll have to see, but I'd be pretty happy with PSA moving to FCA. Mercedes design boss hints at a beautiful, in quotation marks, new concept that could also debut at Pebble Beach. Whether it does or not, it will have to be seen once Pebble Beach rolls around. U.S. vehicle sales fall for the fifth straight month. Although I'm really not that worried. I mean, we really don't need more cars anyway. Not to sound cynical or anything, but genuinely, we already have a lot of cars in in the country. Do, do we really need more? Not really. That's not to say cars are the only reason for evi- for environmental collapse. You know, they don't. Well, at least the ones. Some of the ones that we have don't necessarily help, so, you know, there you go. Build your own Phantom with Rolls-Royce's new configurator, which, if any of you guys are wondering, no, I haven't messed with it, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not really sure I really care to, I could. Oh, actually, speaking about the Viper Ring event thing, I have started working on the article. It'll be out soon, I gotta work very heavily on it, because I have an idea in my mind, and I have to make it make it from scratch, because I already tried to find some templates, and they just won't work. Not even in the slightest. So, I gotta do it myself. Cry, cry. So, anyway. Volkswagen Golf 8th generation, apparently. Reportedly coming in two years, which would be, that actually be pretty quick. New Nissan Leaf to reduce zero lift, thanks to Active Aero. I like how it says to produce zero lift, yet they don't say it'll produce negative lift, which, for the uninitiated, negative lift is downforce, in simple terms. It's, when, when people say negative lift, it's the opposite of, if a front, if the front end of a car was to lift, okay, well that car, the aerodynamics of it is, is producing positive lift, and that's causing the front end to lift up. Negative lift is the exact opposite, it's where the air is pushing, insert part of the car here downward giving it more grip whatever aka 
downforce. So that's what negative lift means. It's, in, it's you know the exact opposite. So like I was saying, I like how they say zero lift, but that doesn't mean that it's producing negative lift either. It just means there's no lift. I, I'm sure there's some sort of middle ground between down, t- b- between producing downforce and not. But it seems like they're at that middle ground, and that's just a little interesting. Although, of course, downforce adds more drag, and that doesn't help efficiency, and this new leaf is still going to be electric. So, hey, there you go. Solved solved my own curiosity right there. Marcione confirms Ferrari crossover will probably happen, and I hope you heard those air quotations. So, for those of you weeping, I weep with you. Vettel and Raikkonen expected to stay with Ferrari through 2018, which is pretty cool, which means we'll get to see them drive with the Halo stuff. Halo bars on the cars. South America's 2018 Volkswagen Virtus. <laughs> Awful name. Snapped undisguised. Sad EV could have been dubbed Born. There's a joke in there that I'm completely missing, but that's uh, not. Uh, that's also not a good name. I mean, the Seat, the 2018 Seat Born. Everything else hasn't been yet. <coughs> just, just imagine that for a commercial sl- for a commercial line. Just why? Because that, you know, the Seat Born. That that's basically saying to all the other cars, yeah, you weren't born yet. I I'm the first car ever to have been birthed, which is no, just which is mess, really. Robert Kubica impresses during F1's Hungary test. Tesla says Model Y will now use Model 3's platform. I didn't know he was going to use any other platform anyway. The Drobium. Ha <laughs> ha, got it. Electric hypercar film testing on the road. Another one-off like the Neo EP1 EV. They'll probably take it to the ring. I don't think it'll beat the Neo, but they'll say, oh, blah, 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 and then throw in production car even though it's not. Porsche Panamera Sport Turismo and Turbo SE Hybrid Explore Canada. Because syrup. Maple syrup. 2018 Mazda 3 gains modest updates and is now priced from $18,095. Tesla Model 3 Easter eggs let you drive on Mars. Much like in Gran Turismo 6, you can drive on the moon, apparently. BMW X7 concept coming next month with a fuel cell powertrain. New Porsche 911 Speedster could debut in Frankfurt, and I really hope it does, because the Speedster, the old one, and when I say old, I mean the prior generation one, is cool. 2018 Porsche Cayenne spied spied with what seems to be a production body, and it's no better looking than the last one. Aston Martin puts Maserati Ferrari Man in charge of engines and electrification. Alpina's 205mph B7 Biturbo wants to take the title of the world's fastest four-door sedan, which I don't think will be held very long because apparently 2019, the Dodge Challenger and I supposedly Charger HCAT are supposed to get a power bump. And before I continue, I learned this from an insider at Alpar, and Alpar is a very reputable source, and no, I'm not being paid to say this, but oh, and also the insider is a very reputable and typically very correct source that has predicted things long before the media ever got hold of it. In fact, there are things that, there's, if you go to some, like, future cars page, or where you go to old cars that were supposed to be coming, or, hey, take the dart, for example. They'll say a th- they'll have a section that that are things Alpar's pr- Alpar predicted, and for the most part, they got it got it about ninety five percent correct on a lot of things. So lowest I think being eighty five eighty, but yeah. So they're supposed to get a power bump in twenty nineteen, and it's supposed to be to seven hundred and twenty seven horsepower. That's that's what I read. Whether it'll be 
more than that is yet to be seen, but either way, I don't think the Alpina is going to hold it for long. Next gen Mercedes A AMG A45 Spide and will bring over 400 horses to the party. Daihatsu updates the move. It's tiny tall JDM wagon and it looks pretty good to me. Volkswagen, Opel, Mercedes, and BMW to update 2.5 million diesel vehicles in New Deal with Germany. Wow, they have to add more. Oh, right. Forgot. Gotta get to the to the rest of this. Volkswagen, BMW, and Daimler have reached an agreement with German authorities to update 5.3 million cars with the Euro 5 and Euro 6 diesel engines to reduce nitrogen oxide emissions. Auto Express reports that the three automakers will apply a simple software tweak to reduce emissions levels by 25-30%. to 30%. Volkswagen accounts for the majority of the cars in question, 3.8 million to be exact, while 900,000 come from Daimler, Daimler and the remaining 300,000 are BMW models. Good grief, Volkswagen. The software update will be free of charge to owners, and if customers of older and heavily polluting diesels want, an incentive scheme has been established to allow them to trade in their vehicles for a newer and more efficient alter alternative. In a statement discussing the software update, Chairman of the Board of Management and BMW, Harold Kruger, I think I got that right, said the meeting between BMW and German authorities was an important step. We support the initiative and are investing in the Sustainable Urban Mo Urban Mobility Fund. State-of-the-art diesels will definitely play an important role in the future of mobility as well. Yeah, just wow. Awesome. AM General wants to work with startup EV companies. FCA patents Angel to... <laughs> To forgive the Dodge Demon of its sins. That's that's an interesting title. But, yeah, no. They're not going to make uh, a Dodge Challenger Angel or a Dodge Charger Angel. It's it's just a patent. So Ford, Chevy, Hennessy, X, XYZ companies can't can't do what Hennessy did with the Exorcist. That's as far as it goes. As far as I've read from Alpar. From, again, an insider. Just a patent name. Not They don't have much many plans to do with it as of right now. Germany makes one last effort to rescue diesel from city-driving bands because that's their only profitable cars. Ha 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 ha, oh dear. What a, what a roast, what a roast. Mercedes V-Class rise unveiled ahead of Frankfurt. Mid-engine 2019 Corvette C8 Spide and apparently will get three powertrains. More than I thought they had to play with. Suzuki reveals more of the new Swiss Sport ahead of Frankfurt and I want it so bad. I wish Suzuki would bring the Swift Sport to America because it's so awesome and looks a bit like a baby F-Type and I would love to go on a track day with it and just drive the mess out of it. But no, we can't because Suzuki pulled out of America altogether and they never, so, sorry, and they never sold the Sport here anyway. Sorry, they never sold the Swift here anyway. Although they never sold the sport, the Swiss Sport either. So, lose, 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 huh? 77 Japanese cars revealed for Forza Motorsport 7 as along with the 162 cars they revealed a little while ago. Frankly, I just want more muscle cars and more forgotten cars like the Sunbeam Tiger and the Cunningham C3. C4R, C4RK, C5R, C5R, C1, C2R. That, <laughs> that's what I'd like to see. Bentley Design Chief wants to do more one-offs. And I can't continue right now because I'm going to go over a little bit too much. So anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed. Now we'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. 
I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello everyone, we are back for the third time. What does Volvo have planned for the S50 nameplate? I kind of hope a coupe, but I doubt it. They haven't done a coupe in a while now. Audi R8 V10 Plus shows its metal in Inglo... Ba basically at a place. At some kind of forum, or what I think to be a dealership, honestly. Electric Rallycross could complement Formula E series, and yeah, it would. In fact, you could have a Versus, and that'd be cool. Except the Formula E's are probably around a more typical circuit would be faster. Hopefully the FIA will be able to figure out some way versus could work. Range topping Tesla Model 3 costs $59,500. And that's, that's a lot. That is a lot. In fact, that's about 4C territory. But for an electric car, a cheap one no less, that supposedly can get 315 miles. That's, that's getting there. That's better. How do you looks to save $12 billion to fund EV future? Daimler inter interested in flying taxis invest in has invested in Velocopter or Volocopter or whatever. Flying taxis is apparently a thing, and I'm sorry, uh no. The only flying taxi I need is a plane. 2019 Aston Martin Vantage teased and will debut later this year. Australian town coats Hoonich hotspots with tire destroying spray. But whatever that means. That's 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 a headline. <laughs> That's for sure, that is a headline. Mercedes R&D boss says level 5 autonomy will cost tens of thousands of dollars, as if we didn't know this already. Michigan has the most expensive car insurance. A Maine, Maine apparently has the cheapest. And Colorado is not bad, but not brilliant. Texas and Louisiana and Oklahoma also aren't awesome. And Wyoming, interestingly, is bad, which is surprising. Alaska is fine. Hawaii, not really. California, bad. Florida and Georgia, bad. Kansas, Nebraska, Utah, and Idaho are fine, and so's Montana. I, I don't get why Wyoming is bad, but hey, there you go. Mercedes highlights its 2018 model year lineup in the United States. 2017 Honda Clarity Electric, wow, that's not a good name, launched in the U.S. and cost 269 per month, probably on lease, or when you lease it. All-new Bentley Continental GT snapped in action at the Nürburgring. If McLaren doesn't improve, Alonso could leave for Indy full-time, which is awesome. However, they still have Honda engines at Indy anyway. So that's, I mean, it's kind of a win-win, because the Honda engines are probably better at Indy. But there will still be that lingering, oh gosh, they use Honda engines for Alonso, I fear. Opal is now fit officially part of the PSA group. Let's see what they do with it. Land Rover launches the ultimate driving adventure in Utah and Nem and another place, to say the least. New Tesla Model 3 will use a smartphone as a key. More proof that we're allowing our phones to become way, way too many things. All new Citroen C3 Aircross, priced from 13 from 13,995 pounds in the UK, or what is almost 20 grand. Probably more like 19, 18 to 19, so that's pretty good. BMW's new Roadster Concept 2 debut alongside 8 Series Concept at Pebble Beach. Jaguar I-Pace awarded as 2017's most significant concept vehicle, which they're probably right. F1 race winners sit from $3,000 carbon fiber bottles of champagne. Thankfully, no one bothers to break them. 2018 Nissan Leaf snapped 
undisguised during photo, well, during promo shoot, and it looks better than the old one. I'll reserve my full thoughts on it once I see the full car, though. Alpine teases A110 Cup Racer, which I cannot wait to see. Ford's Repair Explorer police cars over carbon monoxide concerns. Buick could be working on a bolt-based crossover. I really, I hope it doesn't turn out like, uh, oh gosh, like Cadillac's ELR. Because if it does, oh dear, depreciation value, where are you at? Ford to fight Lincoln co-trademark over fears it will be confused with Lincoln. All I can say to you, Ford, is good luck. Aston Martin vanquished Zagato Volante, what a name, to be unveiled at Pebble Beach. Tesla Model 3 performance variant coming in 2018. Musk says Tesla Model 3 can travel a million miles between service between services. Hopefully the batteries can last that long. Genesis suspends operations in Louisiana indefinitely after licensing issue. The new Rolls-Royce Phantom has fake exhaust tips. A complete, utter, entire, and undeniably act of treason from the guys at R and R. Rolls-Royce, for those who don't get what I meant by that. Why? You have a car that costs, we'll say, at minimum, 300000 and you mean to tell me that they couldn't afford to make those cool-looking exhaust tips functional? That, that is the worst act of treason. I mean, I'll be honest, non-ACR Vipers have fairly fake exhaust tips. I mean, they're more real than that on some other cars, including that Rolls, but they're fake all the same. But on a $300,000 car like that, when you want every little bit like that to be exquisite and you know, full of craftsmanship and whatever, that's just a kick in the pants. Why couldn't they have done it the right way? And by the way, the reason why I said non-ACR Vipers is because the ACR Vipers don't have fake exhaust tips. But anyway, that is terrible, and Rolls-Royce, you guys should feel ashamed of yourselves. I hope in the next ones, or in the next refreshes, or whatever you do in the updated versions of the Rolls-Royces, that you fix it. Because I'm not paying that much for a, what looks to be, completely fake exhaust tip. Absolutely, I'm not paying a dime for that mess. Volkswagen Golf are even more tempting with new brakes and titanium exhaust. Hopefully it sounds better too. Not to say it sounds bad, but hopefully it sounds better. Every car could have a good dose of sounding better, if it's possible. First edition of Hyundai i30N sold out after just two days. Sounds like we got a lot of people that have been waiting for something like this for quite a while. Mercedes to kill B-Class electric drive. New gen Mercedes GLA mule drops camouflage and still wears a class body. Sebastian Vettel opens up, opens up championship lead after Hungary win. Audi wins 24 hours of spa ahead of Bentley. Bentley was behind Audi. Yeah, no one would have believed that. Toro Rosso could take Sauber's Honda F1 engines next season. Why they would is beyond anyone. Record-setting hypermiling, Honda Civic takes one last road trip. And before I forget, let's get to the Ford carbon monoxide problem. Ford will address specific concerns from police departments by repairing potential carbon monoxide leaks leaks in its Explorer police cars. U.S. regulators have already launched an investigation into 1.33 million vehicles, and Ford has also launched its own investigation into the matter and already has discovered holes in unsealed spaces in the back of some police interceptor utility vehicles that had police equipment installed after leaving the factory. Whenever a police or fire department routinely installs 
and custom customized emergency lighting radios or other features, they have to drill a wiring access hole to the rear of the vehicle. If these holes are not properly sealed, they could create an opening where exhaust fumes could enter the cabinet. Ooh. Ford says that they will cover the cost of specific repairs in every police interceptor unit that they may be that may be affected, regardless of age, mileage, or aftermarket modifications made after purchase. The measures include checking and sealing off the rear of the vehicle, including a new air conditioning calibration that brings more fresh air into the cabin during heavy acceleration, and checking for engine codes that indicate a damaged exhaust manifold. Previously, the city of Austin, Texas, announced the removal of all 400 Ford police. Ford Explorer police vehicles from use with several local outlets, citing a city memo that said 20 police officers were found with elevated levels of carbon monoxide and three of them not returning to work. Ford says that they may not have found any elevated levels of carbon monoxide in civilian Ford Explorers, but their investigation is ongoing. The NHTSA, or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, is currently evaluating preliminary testing that shows carbon monoxide levels may be elevated in certain driving scenarios. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital k capital x seven two capital z eight if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor send an email to dr taffy 777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line be sure to follow cody here so you don't miss any episodes bye until next time